Attention! The following podcast may contain topics not suitable for a younger audience. Also, anything discussed on this program is subject to being spoiled, so if you don't want to be spoiled, we'll try our best, but no promises. For more information on Borderline podcast episodes or Borderline panels events, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash borderline panels. We hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Borderline Podcast. I'm Austin. Here I've got Ryan with me. Hello. And Andrew. Yo. And Tori. What's up? Hey, guys. I hope you're having a wonderful evening or day or whatever it is that's going on in your life right now. I hope everything is super for you. Um, It's pretty good for us. Everybody doing all right? Yep, pretty much. Uh. (laughs) Finals are upon us, but I'm graduating, so I'm just excited to be completely done. Woo! Clap for Ryan. Yay! Yay. Ryan's graduating. That's awesome. He's leaving us. Yeah. Well, he'll still be around. This actually probably will be the last podcast that I record while I'm still a student. Probably, yeah. Definitely. Um, But uh, we've got a a system we're working on to be able to do uh, podcasts with uh, some of my members away as they go home for the summer or for graduation in Ryan's case or uh, Marissa since she lives out of town and stuff like that we're gonna we're gonna try and get them in more episodes more often because most of the time when we record our episodes we do it all together whenever we're in the same room because we think that's a lot more fun I mean that's what I think at least definitely Yeah, it's so, also a lot easier to bounce off know, of each other being trapped in a room with you guys for like an hour and a half plus sometimes is just you're Too right. I, I need I need to leave. <laughs> literally, <laughs> to, literally torture. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, um, the topic of today's episode is uh, the current anime season. We're going to be talking not about every single show that's coming out this season because this season is very very dense, um, but talking about some shows that we watched a little bit of or that stood out to us or that means something to us in the spring 2017 season. I think the best way to phrase it is we're going to be talking about the highlights of this season so far, both for the better and for worse. Yeah, basically. Um, we haven't had a chance to catch up on everything or to watch everything, but we, we've watched a good handful, all four of us together. So um, we'll give you guys sort of a taste of what this season is currently like. And to kick things off for us, I'm going to have um, Ryan, what? Um, do you want to go around and ask everybody what the, we're watching first? Um, well, I think we'll just get to that as, as we get through it. We don't want to give it all away because the audience might stop watching or listening if, <laughs> if we spoil it right away. Watching, so, um, always watching. Exactly. <laughs> yes, watching. watching your computer screen <laughs> intently as you listen to us talk. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Funimation slogan. But anyway. Um, oh, they don't do that anymore. That <laughs> no. always creeped me out. <laughs> You should be watching. Andrew just did that. <laughs> I, I, that, that joke, that ship has sailed. <laughs> anyway, well, I didn't hear you. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start off with first um, Ryan chatting to us a little bit about Boruto. So how's Boruto going? Boruto's been pretty okay so far. Now, I've been a Naruto fan since it came out when I was in the sixth grade. Like, God, I feel old now. Probably like almost fifteen years ago, I think. Mm. And um. I watched the end of Shippuden 
and I really liked it, and I knew that Boruto was coming because of the movie and whatnot, and I knew when Kishimoto said, I'm done, he was lying. <laughs> uh, but the manga of Boruto is being written by his apprentice, actually, and he's doing a... He's doing a job. Um, <laughs> but That didn't sound too positive. It's kind of meh. Okay. But so I, Kishimoto isn't writing the Boruto manga? He's not. Okay. He has creative hands in it, but he is not spearheading it because, in his words, he's tired. And mm. he also wants <laughs> Fair to... enough. He wants to try to write something that's more sci-fi related, actually. Cool. He's mentioned that a few times. Sci-fi Naruto. Get ready. <laughs> I mean, Ninjas, but in space. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch it. Yeah. I, um, but anyways... The timeline of Boruto for me so far has been kind of odd because the movie that came out, I think it was last year, last year or two years ago, started as he was going for the tuning exams and the one-shot manga that happened uh, right at the end of Naruto um, was him graduating from the academy. So Boruto himself. Boruto right? and okay. his classmates graduating from the academy and then the movie jumped into them uh, going for the tuning exams in mm-hmm. Seventh Hokage and the Scarlet Spring, which was a ten-chapter uh, manga, um, took place while they were all getting. So, Boruto immediately starts off in the fairly distant future. He looked to be probably about twenty years old, mm-hmm. like roughly, probably the same age as Naruto at the end of Shippuden, and he was. Um, he was fighting some dude whose name I cannot remember offhand, and uh, the hidden leaf was completely obliterated. Like, there was nothing left. And the guy claimed that Naruto was dead. Mm. So It kind of pulls a Gurren Lagann in that way. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have no idea if that's true or not, because then immediately... <laughs> As they begin to fight and Boruto shows off that he's got some sexy aijutsu along with a lot of scars. Is that the technical name for it? Yes, sexy aijutsu. Mm -hmm. Um, It immediately flashes back to just before he enters into the ninja academy for the first time. So it goes from graduating the academy to going to the chunin to 20 years old back to when he's entering the academy. Mm -hmm. So just the character's progression in all of this, the separate media has been kind of strange, but um, the show itself, it's focusing on the next generation of all of the Naruto characters, which many of them are children of the um, previous show's cast. So Boruto is obviously Naruto and uh, Hinata's child. Um, his best friend is Shigadai, which is Shikamaru and Tamari's child. And he meets a a businessman's son who becomes one of his good friends immediately right after they stop a guy from beating, like beating up, him up. Yeah, right? beating him up. And uh, Tenki, the name of the child, he gets possessed by some unknown darkness and tries to kill the three boys who were beating him up by running two trains into one another. Dang. I so forgot like, about that. <laughs> I feel like this is someone's like fanfic that's been adapted into an anime. Honestly, at times, yeah, it does kind of feel like that, but it actually does kind of work because when Naruto started, we never actually got to see him in the academy, but for like an episode or two. Yeah. And it immediately jumps into him being a genin, being kind of, you know, decent at being a ninja, but Boruto being Naruto's son, and Naruto's the Hokage in this, he trained him from a fairly young age. Like, all of the children are fairly well-trained because their parents were 
very prominent ninjas mm. in the Great War at the end of Shippuden. Um, but anyways, the first episode ends with Boruto plunging a train into Naruto's <laughs> uh, mountain face. All right. So, Amazing. yeah, that's at the entrance ceremony for the Academy. And he's just like, yeah, I'm here. And everybody's just like, what What did you do? <laughs> so I have such a limited background with Naruto. I played some of the games and watched, like, maybe the first season, if you want to even call it that. Maybe, like, the first, I don't know, 13 episodes or so. But I watched the first episode of Boruto and found it really enjoyable. I thought the animation was really solid. But when I jump to the second episode i was more confused and less impressed with the animation but what do you what do you think about it from like a from an animator point of view um i think the animation's pretty solid um they did they probably did a better job in the first episode than the later episodes mm-hmm. just because they wanted to show off like a lot of shows will do that yeah it's they'll, understandable they'll put a lot of the budget into the first episode just to show off yeah and it's pretty standard it'll be spread out throughout the rest of the season mm-hmm. as important things happen but you can see the character tropes kind of repeating themselves. Like, you definitely see the traits of the parents in the children, mm-hmm. which... Do you, find that char- <coughs> do you find that charming, or do you find it like, no, thank you? Or? As a fan, it's a nice nod, and not as somebody who's new, but speaking for new people, it's a good way to give those character traits. And they do joke about it a couple times, like... You see both Shikadai and Shikamaru saying it's such a drag, and Tamari's just like, oh god, they're a clone. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, yeah. So they play off of the other characters from the other show sometimes, but for the most part, they're actually pretty absent, except for Shino because he's their teacher. Mm. Um, only recently, actually, did Aruka pop up. He's the principal of the um, academy now, which I loved. And Naruto appears from time to time, but it's mostly just so Boruto can be like, look at what a jerk he is, being mm-hmm. the Hokage and, you know, being responsible for the village. Yeah, and I thought that was an interesting thing. Like, they're setting up, like, Boruto looking at Naruto as sort of like a antagonistic force in, in, in the same, in, in kind of like the angsty teen way, but... Like, yeah, they, they resolved that at the end of the Boruto movie mm-hmm. just because he realized that Naruto was like, oh, he actually really does give a crap about mm-hmm. all of us. Like, he's just, you know, super busy being the Hokage, and he's actually, like, really awesome. So that dynamic is something you don't expect the character to dwell on that long? Oh, no, I expect him to dwell on it for pretty much the entirety of the show up oh, until okay. he's a Chunin because... Mm-hmm that's in the timeline where that happens okay but but do you think the audience is supposed to now think that naruto is a jerk it's hard for me to say because you see it from his point of view which yeah it's like of course he's kind of an absent father because he's so busy all the time yeah but you also know just how busy he is because he's the hokage Mm -hmm. but like i don't know how it looks from a new newcomer's perspective Mm -hmm. because i have heard of a lot of people who weren't fans of naruto watching boruto and liking it a lot um, but I can't speak for that mm. because I, I'm a veteran right. for Naruto. Yeah, I'm sure people that keep up with Boruto, like, and had not, you know, completed Naruto or Shippuden or anything like that, will have a vastly different opinion and view on it than someone like I'm yourself. Certain. Yeah, the the Which main is kind reason. Of interesting, actually. Yeah, the main reason they're doing it though is because they want to set up a sort of parallel between Naruto and Boruto, because mm-hmm. Naruto was a troublemaker when he was a kid because he had no parents. And he was trying to get attention, 
and Boruto's a troublemaker because he's trying to get his father's attention. Mm, I see. So they wanted to set up a parallel between those, which is why they did that. Cool, cool. Uh, Andrew, you want to tell us about one of the shows that you have uh, consumed this season? Sure. So um, I I did two shows. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm keeping it with them. Uh, let's see. Akashic, I'm, I'm going to get it wrong. That's okay. But, but, <laughs> Akashic Records of Magic Bastard. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Language. Okay. Oh, you're going to have to bleep me out. That's okay. Akashic Records of Magic, Magical ba- Bastard. Bastard Magical, magical instructor. instructor. Yeah. God. That was a struggle. Dang. It's a mouthful. Gosh, it's it's. A, I always just call it bastard magic instructor. It's just easier. That's fine. Question: yes. Is that based on a light novel? Yes. I can always tell by the title. No, no, like they're just so long. Like yeah. I, I, I prefer when the titles were just like shorter. Yeah. Like you know, just like nice short. Like hey, that's a cool title. I wonder what it's about. Like another, you yeah. know, or like yeah. just like nice short simple stuff. Not like. Like my teen romantic comedy snafu. snafu. Like come on. <laughs> but but that aside, um, uh, I I I have I have mixed feelings about it. But I guess I'll explain what it's about. Yeah. First. What what is this uh, okay. crazy long title? Okay. Show so about? Akashic Records of Bastard Magical Instructor is basically about this magic academy, right? And it's it's kind of it's a little bit like Japanese Harry Potter, but it's very different from Harry Potter. So right. not Little Witch Academia. It, it's probably a little, a little bit closer to Little Witch than Harry okay. Potter. Okay. It's it's kind of like, um, like they're all dressed like they're in Fate Zero, like okay. they have like those like royal kind of outfits, and mm-hmm. it's like oh like this kind of weird order or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're very respected, um, and it's about this magic academy, and they're all like learning like transmutation and mm-hmm. alchemy, and there's this mm-hmm. one girl right. And she's like, oh, I want to learn about um, this sky castle for my grandfather because he died, um, you know, because he never got to go to this sky castle thing. Laputa? Basically. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, basically, probably either that or the castle in Utena. Oh, I, I, see. I don't know. It's some kind of, like, weird castle. Okay. A man's but dead and there's a castle. Okay. Basically, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, uh, she and her friend Rumia... Uh, go to the school and mm-hmm. they're like super you know they're, they're they're very talented at magic and stuff and they're working very hard because they both have like very high goals for themselves mm-hmm. and um and one day this guy comes over right uh glenn sensei yeah his name is glenn no go, go figure <laughs> no. yeah his name is glenn like hey y'all i'm glenn i do and and uh, such a traditional Bokawa glenn such no, a traditional no. japanese name glenn. no like all like a lot of the and i'm gonna talk about the names because one girl her name is rumia tingle <laughs> and i just think it's so funny like like okay the subtitles made it sound like teen gel like tingle yeah but oh, okay. it's spelled like tingle and I'm just like Legend of Zelda. Yeah. I just. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but it's so I I really like it. Oh, I need to finish t- talking. Yeah, about go it. ahead. <laughs> Dang it. It's fine. But um, so so you have this bastard magical instructor. Yeah. He, why is he called that? Okay, so he's a substitute teacher. Oh. Okay. Right. And basically, they're like, always bastards. God. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, any substitute teachers that might be listening. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm an education major. I can say that. Paige is a substitute teacher, and she's oh my def- yeah, she's definitely a bastard. <laughs> Hi, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but basically, um, like the top instructor of the academy like vouched for him, and the other teachers were like, "What are you doing? He has no teaching license. 
uh, he's he's like a third class mage. Why are you letting him teach here? And she's like, I take responsibility for everything he does here. Just trust me on this. And then the principal's like, lol, y'all can't say nothing. This sounds like GTO. A little bit. A little bit. A little is, bit. It, is it goofy like that? It, it, it's goofy. Like, it's it's got that, like, light novel kind of comedy style. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's they're, like, changing for their alchemy lab, which you have to change for for some reason, which they never explain. I mean, oh, okay. And one girl, girl just, like, gropes her boobs, and she's like, wow, your skin is so soft. Oh, goodness. Oh, dear. I need more calcium so my boobs can grow as big as yours. Because that's it's how just, that works. Am that's I, exactly I, how it works. Right? Sure. <laughs> but, um... But basically, he shows up, like, 45 minutes late to their class, and he's like, yeah, self-study, and he's just not taking his job seriously. Mm. And the main girl's like, I'm from a noble family, and I'll have you fired. And he's like, wait, you will? Really? Oh. <laughs> I, I, and he says, I'm counting on you and your family to, to let me get terminated. Because he, he doesn't want to do it either. Okay. And basically, she challenges him to, like, a magic duel, right? It's, it's like, like she throws a glove at him. Right, and, and I mean, how else do you challenge one to a duel? Right, and basically, <laughs> um, they fight a duel, and it's like there's this tone of like, oh, he's like got some magic powers, like some reason why he's this substitute teacher. Right, he gets creamed. Okay, like it's a little bit of a spoiler, but mm-hmm. it was it was like second episode, mm-hmm. so it's not too far into it. But but that's he, fine. But like he gets creamed, and like he, like he gets struck by lightning by mm-hmm. this like fourteen year old girl like several times. And he's like, oh, best two out of three. Mm-hmm. Oh, best three out of five. <laughs> and it's just embarrassing. I felt a lot of embarrassment. <laughs> so you said it has like that, you said you described it as like light novel humor, but do you find it actually funny? Um, I find certain things funny. Like like he's like, get out of my way, you bratty kids. I'm running late to school. And like they're like, gust of wind, I call upon you, and like throw them into a fountain. And like I thought that was kind of cute. So it has like a lot of like a little gags bit of, and yeah, stuff like, like that. Yeah, it has like like I like gag and sight humor, but it has like a lot of the humor. Like in the same scene where they're changing, he comes in and he's like, and they're like about you know the whole thing where they scream and punch him, mm-hmm. and he's covering his eyes, right? And he's like, hey, wait a minute now, this isn't a fair trade. Just a peek at you, fourteen-year-old girls, for me to get beat up? No. Uh, uh, for that price, I'm gonna take this whole side in for a solid ten seconds, and it just oh. goes like this. Oh, <laughs> dear. It was just gross. Uh, and and see, I think that. my like other than like the the weird or like y- you know that overly complicated plot, like yeah. even like the Akashic records, which they're halfway done with the show and they haven't explained it okay. at all. And they're still. I mean, in- at least they didn't well, spend no, half of the show explaining it. Like they're still introducing new characters. Oh my goodness. Like, how long is this light novel, do you know? Um, it's several volumes, I think. Okay. So it's probably gonna get a second season, but if you look at the picture, and we'll probably have, like, a link or something, like, all the okay. boys get pants. Of right? course they do. Uh, and I all mean... the girls get, like, these weird, like, garter things, mm-hmm. and, like, they're, they're, they're tube tops. No, 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 they're, they're, um... Crop tops? Crop, yeah, tops. yeah. They're wearing crop tops at a magic academy. And, like, the guys... So they're more aerodynamic. No, it's no. so the magic flows better. But like, see, he, the, see the, the instructor, when he actually does get serious, which mm-hmm. eventually he does, he's very much like Edward Elric, like that kind of prodigy mm-hmm. type of character. Okay. So like, he, like he's very aloof, but whenever, like he does get serious, and mm-hmm. I really like the show at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's terrorism. Like they get like kid, like there's like a terrorist group mm-hmm. that tries to like blow up crap. Okay. <laughs> so it's great. So, so you're digging it. I mean, 
I mean, I, I don't like it as much as I feel like I could. Like, if it, like, kind of took itself a little more seriously, like, had, like, you know, girls that had actual clothes on, mm-hmm. and, like, a mm-hmm. little bit less of, like, that kind of, like, pervy light novel humor, I think right. it would be, like, ten times better. So okay. it's a little campy for you? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's a little bit, like, campy, like, hey, let's appeal to otaku humor to sell right. more DVDs a little bit for okay. me. Uh, like the the outfits just because like all the all the men have like these like really nice suits and ties mm. and mm. and stuff on and all the girls have these weird like is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon or whatever type of outfit on like the mm. weird I guess boob um, string yeah like the boobs <laughs> like like those kind of like weird kitschy type of yeah. outfits mm-hmm. and and I just think it could be ten times better if it just kind of was a little bit more mm-hmm. serious so clothes that are less costumes more of a a dare to cosplayers. It's like, I dare you to cosplay this. Yeah, a little bit. I <laughs> yeah. Kind of, um, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Well. But I, I really like Magic Bastard, like the character. I think he's a funny character. At first I hated him, but I, I he's growing on me. Mm. Cool. So overall, you are hoping it gets better? God, I hope it gets better. Because like, they introduced like some political Code Geass type of intrigue. Cause, like, oh, okay. that's interesting. Like, there's, like, there's a queen character who has a blood relation to one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. Like, like She was abandoned for some reason or another. I don't want to spoil it too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like... like uh, the magic instructor has like a really deep past and he knows the queen on a first name basis so there's a lot of you know characterization going on still so i like that okay um if you don't have any other thoughts about it i did want to mention one other thing on the topic of fan service oh god um i took a look at the short three minute series roommate because Tell us about that one, Ryan. <laughs> I, I really enjoy short series, personally. I'm going to premise this with that. Mm-hmm. And on Crunchyroll, this had no official description. <laughs> so I had no idea what to expect. And I couldn't find a good description anywhere for some really bizarre reason. And Tori warned me that it's probably a fan servicey show just based on her looking at the title card. And I was Probably like the key art too. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, whatever. It's three minutes down the drain if I don't like it. Couldn't even get through a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> I will give it this though. The style of it was an interesting idea. It was stylized as if it were a visual novel, and you were the protagonist. Like they were always talking to you. Like they were center squared on the camera, looking straight at you only to turn, like, 15 degrees to address the other person that just walked into the room, but a little more animated than a visual novel. Mm -hmm. But you could see the stylized choice there. Now, is it better than the anime that had, like, 40 minutes of the girl sleeping? Is it better than that? That was a masterpiece. Uh, I mean, (laughs) okay. New podcast. Personally, I (laughs) I could see the appeal for somebody who isn't me, because it was clearly marketed towards girls or I was just about to ask if it was one of those because a couple seasons back this might have been a few years ago there was one um, uh, I think it was called Makura Danshi 
Pillow, yeah, I heard Pillow about Boys, that. Pillow Boy Friends, something like that. That app, you know, Paige, it, it Paige was, was so based, obsessed. There was an app yeah. or something like that, and um, they made an anime out of it. It was a little short series, and like they would talk to you and try to get you to relax for bed, and then they would like oh, cuddle up to you and tell you good night and all these sweet nothings, and I'm just like, that's kind of <laughs> oh, yeah, so the old <laughs> Yeah, like every single, it was like you were the landlord, and for yeah. some reason you were moving in with these four or five other guys, and I could tell it was going to be, like, the misadventures of you trying Wait, to live with these is, guys. Is it, like, a yaoi show? I don't... It's, it's probably geared towards women. It's very much either yeah. towards women or gay okay. men. Okay, but, so, like, like, a Fujoshi show. Kind, yeah. Or, I mean, oh, I haven't seen it, but that seems yeah. to be my There answer. are definitely... Okay. They would definitely have an appeal to Fujoshis, but, like, each of the men was Love you, very... Love Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> Pour one out for Marissa. Yeah, it, it was very, very, like... Each one of them had a quirk. Like, there was one guy who was bathing and, like, came out covered in suds and in a towel. And every single one of them, you could tell, was, like, very well toned. Mm. So it was definitely... (laughs) (laughs) Marissa would like this show. Yeah. It was definitely geared towards, like, women and somebody who isn't a straight male, Mm. like myself. I see. So... Wait, Personally, wait, I did wait, not like wait. it. Who isn't a straight male? Like, who is? Oh, okay. Somebody who. <laughs> no, it is wait, geared what? towards somebody who isn't a straight male. Okay, yeah. like yourself. What? What are you? Saying? Okay, English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't for me. I could see the appeal to another audience though, but. Yeah, you're was, not the target audience. Yeah, I was not yeah. the target audience, and everything was just so, like, quirky to me that I was just like, this is, I'm not even wasting any more time mm-hmm. on this. So after, like, a minute and a half out of three minutes, I just, mm-hmm. like, closed it out, and I was like, nope. Yeah. So speaking of quirks there, Ryan, how about that My Hero Academia? Man, I had a great segue to go into something else, too, and you stole my thunder. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, well what, were you, what were you gonna say? We, we can save speaking the sequels for a little service. bit. Yeah. Oh. Okay, we we well, can save the sequels towards yeah. the end. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I did, did want to ask really quick about, like, yeah. other than the soapies, how good was, like, the animation? <laughs> it, it was pretty okay. Like, like, was it, like, is it a pretty show? It looked pretty good. It was okay. visual. It was like a visual novel style, though. So like, it was definitely cut back. But okay. It was, it was a little more animated than your typical visual novel. So there's the appeal there. Okay. So speaking of soapies, go ahead, Tori. <laughs> speaking of fan service, I have been um, not guilty watching and very much enjoying. I can't believe my little sister is drawing erotica for me anonymously. What? <laughs> Aromaga. Oh no. <laughs> All right, Tori, you're, you're going to be the only one that enjoys this show. I guarantee it. Go on. I will, I will defend Tori right off okay. the bat. I watched the first episode of this with her and Austin like about a week ago, <sighs> and I did not hate the first episode. It probably isn't for me going forward, but the first episode alone was not that bad. Yeah. So I... tell... Tell us about Aramaga Sensei. Okay, so... Uh, and make sure you let them know where it came from. <laughs> yeah, the trash. From the pits of hell. Right. <laughs> okay, so I don't want to incriminate myself too much, so we're not going to... It's too late. Yeah, you're right. So anyway, so Aramaga Sensei is done by the same person who did Ori Emo, or I Can't Believe My Little Sister Is This Cute, or whatever the English title translates into. So basically, it's a SISCON show. And <laughs> don't shake your head at me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can we just delete this entire bit? No. no. Okay. Push through. <laughs> okay, so anyway, basically, this high schooler 
you come to find out he's a very popular um, light novel artist, so it's already, you know, trash. So like Nozaki-kun, but worse. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yes. what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so he, he's a light novel author, and he's only in high school, and he uh, has a younger sister who is a shut-in, who he has not seen um, since she moved in as a child, uh, their mother's dead, or their, their stepmother, his stepmother is dead, um, and his father is conveniently nowhere to be found. <laughs> Probably so, typical busy anime parent. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, does he have a little sister? Yeah. The stepsister. No, I mean the dad. I know. Because I would no. explain where he's at. <laughs> no. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Oh god, okay, so basically, um, she is also a very popular uh, erotic illustrator <laughs> online, and her drawings are very cute, like, she does a live stream in the very first episode. Like, when I say erotic, I'm not like, talking like... Like Sakimi-chan. From... No, but the, the hentai artist. <laughs> what? I Never think mind. you're the only person who knows what okay, you're talking okay. about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google this later. Um, this has gone downhill very quickly. No, no, no. I mean, like, like, do you mean that her art is cute? She, yeah. The the girl that draws the um, the illustrations and posts them online in the anime, her art's very cute. Like, okay. it's not. It's, it's like not, it's sexy art. It's sexy okay. art. It's not like full nudity. It's just like cute anime girls in like compromising positions essentially like um, i think her yeah. stream she was drawing somebody just like kind of like sitting doggy style like looking like seductively yeah. over her shoulder yeah, yeah. but she wasn't like naked yeah and um so through this live stream her brother finds out that uh she is the one who does all the illustrations for his light novels it's actually really funny how he finds that it out is like very i thought funny. it was yeah. humorous um so basically he pulls up this live stream because he's been working with her without knowing it and he sees the meal in the background that he brought her earlier and like she ends her stream and she's about to change out of her clothes and he's like oh no my little sister is about to be naked on the internet and then yeah, like she forgot to turn the stream for, off yeah, yeah yeah and he like runs to the door and like starts beating it down he's just like stop 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 and uh then they kind of like start to interact and it goes from there and also the one girl that shows up that's her classmate i just like to pretend she doesn't exist because she's literally the worst thing about the show yeah you showed me like the that, one clip that, of her right of after context, yeah. yeah and i was just like okay i think i might just leave this one at episode one and just call it a day <laughs> one and done yeah <laughs> same um but i i've enjoyed it so far i mean i like to i hate watched ori emo so yeah. So what would uh, what would Miyazaki think about this show? It was a mistake. <laughs> I think he would have more people, choice words. People like me are scum. <laughs> so target audience. Yeah. The name alone, arrow manga. Like mm-hmm. anybody who knows anything about the language, arrow is like erotic yeah. or like you like tends say. to be kind of like nudie or yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna leave, nudie. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna leave it at like that. <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean. Would you say that the humor is, like, fairly, very dirty compared to, like, what you would expect it to be? I mean, in the first episode, it was really tame. It was really tame. And then episode two happened, and it was just, like, full force. And then, like, the next episode happened, and there were a couple little compromising, like, things that weren't too terrible, but were still kind of just, like, uh. And, um... 
I mean, it's it's no no worse than Ori Emo was, or really no worse than any shows in that particular genre. That's are. quite a bar to uh, live Shut up, up to. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, if you're not worse than Ori Emo, like, that's... I mean, <laughs> that's how I try to make decisions in my life. You know, will this be worse than Ori Emo? Oh, I think dear. a fairly good bar is that toothbrushing scene from Nisei Monogatari. Oh, don't listen. All right, so <laughs> moving on. Um, I will. I will say, mouth. you know, I, I watched the first episode too, and I immediately watched it, and I'm just like, I know where this is going. This is not for me. I and want neither to, should it be for any other human being. I want to protect Sagiri at all costs. I, I mean, will yeah. fight. Yeah, I, I kind of. I kind of hoped that it wouldn't devolve, but based on what you've told me, it has. So mm-hmm. that's, Dude, that's all, a little disappointing. All you got to do is look at who wrote it, and you just you just know, like he made a heck ton of money off of Oriemo. You think he's not going to try and Time just do that do again? again. <laughs> That's He knows fair. his audience. Exactly. And from from what I've heard from other people that have watched it, it's basically like the same. I mean, do you think it's exactly the same? Is it different? I mean, I, I haven't seen... I want to make that judgment after I finish it. Because, okay. like, so far, yes, but also no. But I want to finish the show before I make that judgment. Okay, fair yeah. enough. That's fair. Yeah. So while we're on the topic of Oh God, Why?, do we want to address Love Rice? <laughs> you guys go ahead. I mean, I have nothing to say about Jeez. that other than the character designs are awful. Like, watched, cheeky bad. We watched one Whoa. episode of it, <laughs> and it was just the most what-the-heck-is-going-on thing ever. And all of the character names, if I recall correctly, were, like, rice puns. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm really good at keeping up with, like, what-the-heck-is-going-on type of anime. Kuchu Baranko. Yeah, that's, like, one of my favorites. And um, I was watching that. We were all sitting together watching that, and I literally was just like, what the hell is going on? I don't understand anything. Well, Tori, there's rice, there and there's boys. There is rice, boys. and there's boys, and there's boy rice. There you go. That's rice it. Rice boys. You got it. <laughs> no rice, no life. Yeah, I feel like we just needed to address that. Just... Can I be the name of the podcast? No uh, rice, no life. <laughs> Just like I feel like we needed to address that just because like we're addressing the highs and the lows so my, far of the my season. My sure. podcast member can't be this problematic. Yeah, <laughs> and I I have a feeling that Love Rise is going to be the all time low that we're going to address. Right. Today. Well, speaking, guys, go ahead, go of ahead. one and done. Uh-huh. I got two minutes in the Clockwork Planet. Looked at Austin and I was like, nope, we can stop this. <laughs> so guys, uh, to give you a little bit more insight on how Tori and I both feel about Clockwork Planet, I think my notes can speak for both both of us in this. Situation. Situation. Uh, I wrote down, <clears throat> let me just explain, started it, period, wasn't interested, period, quit, period. <laughs> Those are all my notes. Mine literally says, two minutes in, nah dude, I'm good. <laughs> it, um, it just, it, it screams like Toho ripoff with bad story and I just am not interested. I mean, I'll be honest, I am giving this a totally there, unfair view because I haven't even completed the first episode, but I just wasn't interested. There were Sorry, no guys. sun-tanned ice fairies, so it will never come close to Toho. <laughs> Preach. Do you think it'll eventually be that one that people are like, started out as absolute garbage, but actually managed to redeem itself by episode no six? What kind of show did that? Um... <laughs> case, in, case in point. I, I could, if you weren't putting me on the spot, I probably could like look at my anime list and it, actually come up with a couple. It it strikes me as a show that might be for people who don't really like want to be challenged too much by anime and watch a lot of sort of sort of bland things. I mean, that sounds kind of mean. Um, no, it's true. Be mean. 
I don't, I don't want to be mean because I mean, like somebody might enjoy Clockwork Plan. It just just doesn't bring anything new to the well, table. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to be doing anything. I mean, why Clockwork way. Planet? Just watch Clockwork Orange. Uh, yeah, my favorite <laughs> That's anime. That's uh, equally God. bad time. If they made a Clockwork Orange anime, though, uh, no. But what? Not, no. no, if they did, it would be just like amazing. I'd buy it. Yeah. I'd buy it on Blu-ray. Tangent Town. <laughs> um, but anyways, so, do you want to move on to? We, you you're like the only one who hasn't talked about like a series yet. Do you want to move on to like the surprising gem of this of this season so far? Is there, yes. Is there a gem? There oh, actually yeah. is. There is a gem, um, there is a gem it, this season. Um, there's Saved spring anime. There, there's actually so. there's actually like a few gems that I really enjoy. But um, first, before I get to the one that I that um, Ryan, Tori, and I have really been enjoying, I want to talk about uh, Suki Gakure for a second. Okay. Um, it's a show um, by Studio Feel, who honestly doesn't have a super excellent like resume. Um, they worked on Dagashi Kashi last year. They worked on um, Snafu that Andrew mentioned earlier. So they haven't really worked on. A, huge amount of things, but uh, Suki Kakire is basically this um, slice of life love story uh, following these two middle school uh, kids, uh, one girl and one boy. Um, they're uh, third years in middle school, um, and it it sets up as like this very sort of typical anime middle school love story where they're being like so fickle with each other and they're just like oh no we can't even be seen in public together oh my god <laughs> like, i caught like five minutes of it when you were watching it the other night and i was so frustrated i i know and i i, I was frustrated too but I, I kept telling myself it's like no they're middle schoolers i mean middle schoolers are like the devil like, they're 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 well <laughs> yeah they're awkward and then they take situations that shouldn't be awkward and then they make them awkward so i had to be a little empathetic in this moment i'm just like i hope these kids are just like finding themselves or whatever. Throwback to middle school relationships. Exactly, and I, I was trying to look at it through that lens, not the lens of my jaded 22-year-old self. But anyway... Um, Who knows when, like, something as petty as this should not even be an issue. Exactly. It's like, if you see your classmate in public, it's just like, hey, if, it's, if you run into each other, just say hi and be like, hey, I'll see you in class, whatever. But they don't do that. They make it super awkward. But anyway... God, that's uncomfortable. Um, yeah, it's... Um, there's a lot of references to Line Messenger. Um, like, they use it as a plot point a lot, and Line is a very, very popular messaging service in Japan for, like, mobile phones and everything. Mm -hmm. It's um, like a billion anime this season that have used Line in some capacity. Your name used Line. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, it did. Well, I mean, they, they maybe, use Maybe it. a lot of anime studios have some deal with Line maybe, where they, anyway. like, promote it. Yeah. But anyway, um... But they ju they just talk about it, not just use it. They you they like it's part of the plot so far in the first episode. Um, I watched the first episode, um, the regular um, Crunchyroll sub version, and then watched the broadcast dub. And I really enjoyed the broadcast dub. It had a cast that I did not know anything about. Um, I really appreciate that Funimation has been diversifying their dub mm -hmm. cast lately, and that's excellent that they've been able to um, bring in a lot of new talent. And I think over overall, I've been very very pleased with the the new talent that they have. Um, but I think Suki Gakire could go in one of two ways. It could be like a really like excellent love story between these two young people, or it could be like a very whatever story, or it could end up falling into the trap of melodrama. I don't know who wrote it. I, I haven't looked that up. It, it could be like a Mario Kata show where like everything gets super melodramatic and there's a bunch of screaming and crying, which I think is good. Like, uh, I mean, it... It's not terrible. Not those things don't make a show like good or bad or anything like that. But um, I don't know. 
I'm waiting. I'm waiting and uh, gonna give it a chance. So we'll see if it gets any good. But um, onto what's already good. Yeah, but I did want to say that Sukigakure has excellent art design. It's okay. an incredibly beautiful show. So um, I think Studio Feel has probably done their prettiest work by uh, doing this show. So okay. Yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say, Ryan? Uh, onto what's already good. Did you want to talk about Sakura Quest? Yes. Um, so Sakura Quest uh, is probably out of the things that aren't sequels. It's definitely my favorite show of the season. Um, did you want to tell them what it's about? Um, yeah, basically, it's this girl who's trying very hard to find a job. And in the first episode, mentioned no less than like five times that she didn't want to live in some like hick country town and that she wanted to stay in the city and stay in Tokyo. Yeah, because she was from the country and didn't want to go back. Exactly. And lo and behold, she gets a call from some modeling agency that she did a job with when she was younger and they send her to do a job out in some country town. (laughs) And she thought it was going to be like a one and done thing, but it turns out they wanted her to stay there for a full year to be like the spokesperson for their town because apparently it's a trend in Japan right now where they're trying to revitalize these like backwater towns mm-hmm. that aren't doing so well because nobody knows they're there so nobody comes to spend money. It's a it's a little bit yeah, it's a little bit more complicated than that but yeah, yeah go ahead. That I'm oversimplifying obviously. Yeah, it's fine. But she um she's the mascot for this town that has what they call the Chupacabra Kingdom. <laughs> and it was It's always, an amusement park. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And it was weird to us because in the in the sub, they spelt Chupacabra really weirdly. They spelled it with a K. Yeah. And uh, they not not Kahupacabra, but yeah. Chupacabra. Yeah, and also it was Kabura, not Cabra. And that's apparently a play on words because their old mascot used to be Kabura Kid, mm-hmm. which is like, I think he was like a radish. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, he was basically just this guy with a big radish for a head that was called a Kabura. And he just changed the name from Kabura Kingdom to Chupacabra Kingdom. <laughs> and it, it was a funny play on words once I realized it. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I pointed it out to you whenever we were watching it. I'm just like, why did they spell Chupacabra wrong? Yeah. And then once we got to the point where they introduced Kabura Kid, I'm just like, oh my gosh, Ryan, Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. And it was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but... It's it's showing her with these like four or five other girls working on a plan to try to save this town, and she was initially gonna just bail and leave because they uh, one she wasn't initially intended to be the person they accidentally got her when they meant to get somebody else, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to stay in a country town for a year, but then realized that she had actually been to this town before and wanted to stay and try to help them. Mm -hmm. So her and uh, four other girls are, like, working on a committee to try to come up with marketing ideas to save this town. Mm -hmm. It's it's a really good show. Like, the description, honestly, doesn't really do it judgment. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we said a lot of pieces of the plot, but, I mean, it's basically Mm -hmm. about, you know, just this group of, like, young women, not even girls, like, they're, they're older, like, out of college. They're in their women. early 20s. Yeah, early 20s. So it's nice to see a cast of older characters. Um, and they're just working like together um, on this big project for this town revitalization project. And they're most of them are outsiders. I think only one of them was actually born and raised in the town. Um, and most of the girls have to go through like, like sort of 
understanding the um, small town lifestyle and what this town really needs to be revitalized because um, they do there's a scene where they go through the town and they interview different like shop owners and they say like what they like about the town what they don't like about the town um, and a lot of the shop or one of the shop owners at least says something like um, well this town just doesn't really have like a lot of young people there's not a lot of like kids around or anything like that and I was thinking wow okay so they're actually going to be addressing some very serious social issues in Japan right now and uh, which is like a an aging population not a lot of you know kids being born an inverted population chart um, where there are much more older people than there are younger people and uh, it's really interesting to see this show explore those ideas um, and hopefully you um, come up with some uh, interesting ways to look at that while also being like a pretty excellent comedy like I found mm -hmm. myself really enjoying some of the some of the gags and some of the humor of this show. Yeah, like when he tries to scare her into staying by dressing up as the chupacabra. Oh my god! And she just goes and like beats him down. It's so yeah. funny. Like, it's a very, very like real life show, but it's it's got some excellent humor in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm really happy to hear that it's good. I still need to watch it. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I I love PA Works because they, they did um, Angel Beats. They did another. But I've been waiting for them to redeem themselves after Glass Lip. Mm. So I'm really glad to hear that they, you know they've kind of uh, uh, gone back to their old ways mm -hmm. of making good shows. So that that's nice to hear. The only thing that I'm a little worried about with Soccer mm -hmm. Quest is that it's slated for a 25 episode series, what? and yeah. that's really long. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's so, gonna be it's gonna be bleeding into the summer season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, the, Tori, you watched some of it too. Like, what yeah. did, do you have to say anything? Um, I think it's really cute. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you got me to watch it. Um, I think I told you all back ago. It kind of reminds me of Arakawa Under the Bridge, but not to yeah. the extreme that like you don't have all those weird characters and like really quick paced humor that you have in Arakawa. But yeah. it's like little village of really like um eclectic characters yeah. who are all vastly different but mm -hmm. like come together to make this community and um the the chupacabra reminds me of the the guy in the kappa the kappa yeah <laughs> I, I completely agree with you yeah <laughs> when you when you said like this reminds me of arakawa is like yeah he totally is kappa yeah <laughs> so i i completely agree mm -hmm. um the other thing about it that we found kind of funny, we weren't sure at first if this was going to be a good show because Sakura Quest kind of initially sounds like almost a fantasy yeah. setting. And the opening scene is her being coronated as like a princess. Yeah. So we were like, all right, we're in for a fantasy show here. And then it <laughs> like entirely wasn't that. Just goes into yeah. a slice of and that, life. Yeah, and that scene actually was related to the plot. Mm -hmm. But we thought that the girl, she has pink hair, first of all. So we thought it was going to be another pink-haired protagonist named Sakura, yeah. and it's and not. Her name is not Sakura. No, it's not. No, I don't like, remember what it is, but so far, is her name Quest? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sakura Quest, I think, is referring to their goal to like do something during cherry blossom season. Uh, possibly yeah. because they keep on during the episodes, like at least once or twice, they keep addressing the cherry blossoms, mm -hmm. which the Japanese word for cherry blossom is Sakura. In case you didn't know, right. So, did you know that uh, 
Ichigo means strawberry. <laughs> wow. But, like, I, that's what I think it's aiming towards. I think it's, like, they're going to be leading the plot towards that, like, having, like, a big cherry blossom festival mm-hmm. that's going to, like, revitalize the town. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, what, five episodes in? Yeah. Four or five. Has a lot happened yet? I mean, Decent a lot. Because, I, I, mean, I mean, usually whenever a show goes on for like 25 episodes mm-hmm. usually there's like some kind of horrible tragedy or some like meteor they all die so <laughs> someone's gonna get the village is down. wiped out by a plague right no, right so I you know there's the, pl- been... the plague is the lack of children yes <laughs> there's, well there's I mean been... that would cause a village to wipe out it really would yeah <laughs> God, Let me put it this way. There's been enough <laughs> happening for five episodes to keep it, like, entertaining. Yeah. Okay. It's not slow. So okay. I assume there's going to be, like, a lot of plot if it's going to be 25 episodes and mm-hmm. keep at the pace it's been at. Now, right. is this a Funimation title? And are they yeah. simuldubbing it? Mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm probably going to stick with the subtitled version because I think the subject matter really lends itself to being a... Um, yeah. In, in Japanese because it's a very Japanese story, but I'm sure I'm sure the dub is fine. I mean, I'll probably watch. I'm that probably too. gonna watch both. Just, I'd be yeah. interested to check out the dub just for comparison's sake. But yeah, yeah me too. I agree with you because I mean, I I enjoy watching comedies in um, in English because I think sometimes the humor resonates better with me because I'm a native English speaker. Yeah. Um. So and I I found soccer soccer quest perfectly funny in Japanese, but it might be a little bit more funny or funny in a different way if I. Uh, watching in English. So, um, yeah, Soccer Quest is excellent, so definitely want to check that one out from this season. But, um... Do we have any more non-sequels to address right now? Yes. Yes, yes. we do. You want to talk about... What do you want to talk about? Um... Hinako Note, or... <laughs> or Love Tyrant, or... Uh, okay, well, we have... Uh, I almost said <coughs> Hinata... Oh, Talk about the, note. You can talk about the horror show? Yeah, I've got the horror show. Is there a Hinaka horror show this season? Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and then Love the Tyrant. And then we, I know we have some stuff the to discuss about Tyrant Titan. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't write that down, but I would That's love to okay. talk about that too. So okay, there, yeah. there are two um, uh, horror-esque shows airing this season. Um, one is more so than the other. And that is Sekai no Yami Zukan, which is kind of a lot like Yami Shibai, but also vastly different. Um, Speaking of that, is the se- is the second or the next season for Yami Shibai still going, or did that end? I don't remember, honestly. I think yet. it's over. I think okay. it's over. I've only seen like five episodes of it. I actually haven't caught up on it, but um, okay. Yeah, so uh, each episode is actually illustrated differently, which you don't see in Yami Shibai. It's just that like paper theater style of stuff. Um, and the good thing about um, Yamizukan is you don't have to have knowledge of the myths and urban legends and stuff they talk about. Whereas, like with Yamishibai, you kind of have to have like just a basic knowledge of like Japanese folklore. Otherwise, you're gonna be kind of confused. Um, so far, like the episodes of this have been about like aliens and like cryptids. Um, that snowman episode was really weird. Yeah, it was strange. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the same director. As Yamishibai? Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I meant to look that up the mm. other night, and I just didn't do it because I was so basi- tired. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen... I mean, I've only seen, like, a little bit of Yamishibai, but it's basically yeah. the same exact setup. Yeah, where it's just a short, and they tell a creepy story, and then they move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's really good. I'm enjoying it so far. It's been really fun. I'm excited to see the kind of, like what they do with it um anime twilight zone <laughs> i mean yeah yeah 
Um, a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I just it's exciting to see all the different art styles because um, you kind of just like get so used to what Yamishibai does. You're just kind of like, oh yeah, this is it. But like that one, uh, Yamizukan is really cool in that aspect. So, um, and the other thing I've been watching that um, was kind of an accident because your brother picked it one night when we were sitting down waiting for yeah. you to get back <laughs> um is the laughing salesman and it's based on a old manga like a really old like 70 or 80s manga if mm-hmm. my research proves correct um and it is about this like fat little like salesman guy who looks like Danny DeVito and the Millennium Earl from Degrade Man had a baby. Oh, <laughs> I've heard about this. I've heard it. about this. Yeah, I mean, that's basically it. And the opening, oh my god, that opening song is so good. Like, <laughs> that is a jam. Um, but so basically, this salesman's like a wish granter and um, it's kind of that thing where like you have to very specifically choose your words because he will grant your wish but it will come back on you in a way that is not pleasant. Um, like, there's one episode that stuck out to me, because I could see myself getting in this situation where this lady um, she goes shopping all the time. Like, she buys things to make herself feel better. Right. <laughs> and, and Relatable. Like, all of her credit cards get declined. Like, she's in the shop trying to buy this, like, really expensive handbag. What does she wish for? unlimited money or something and like he gives her this credit card Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah you go out and you buy everything you ever want (laughs) but at the end of the day it all gets repossessed (laughs) so it's kind of like the cologne that that the devil would sell you that makes women attracted to you but it also makes you impotent yes (laughs) okay so it's stuff like that yeah Yeah. it's like the monkey's monkey's paw paw. yeah right yeah yeah Um, and I've only seen the, I think uh, he and I watched like the first three episodes because mm-hmm. that was, was what happened to be out at the time. Shout out to my bro, Andrew. Uh, yeah, <laughs> honestly. Well, because we were sitting there trying to figure out what to watch because he didn't want to catch up on JoJo. And um, we just happened to scroll past that. And <laughs> we also watched like half of the first part of Love Tyrant. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, We'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah, I'm so excited. And um, he picked that, and I was actually really pleasantly surprised. I didn't think it was going to be that good, um, because usually shows that are adapted from older series like that are not very good. (laughs) I mean, it kind of struck me, like, especially the art style looks Mm -hmm. like something similar to um, Osumatsu or, Mm -hmm. like, something by Osamu Tezuka. Yeah. So it's very simple. Yes. Yeah, like, simple but sort of exaggerated. The designs are very, all, like, unique, but Mm -hmm. it's also very simplified. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The way I watched it was, like, imagine the Millennium Earl, but, like... Like, a, the Millennium Earl being the star of a comedy. Yeah. Like, a dark comedy. It's a dark comedy, yeah. essentially. I mean, it's really fun, and I feel like it's probably the show that no one will watch this season. Probably not, honestly. Which is a bummer, because it's actually really enjoyable. Cool. Uh, so, you want to get into Love Tyrant yeah. real quick? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, Love Tyrant... <laughs> Do you want to explain it? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Okay, so, take Death Note, and... Take the notebook, and instead of giving people heart attacks, you put them into a romantic pairing. Yes. And you make them kiss. kiss. They have to kiss. Yes. And and the the Shinigami that owns this kiss note, as it is called, is a Fujoshi. Oh, so it actually is called a kiss note. Yes, it is called the kiss note. And she there there is a scene. Um, 
Well, hold on, let me back up. So she shows up at this dude's door, and she was like, yeah, so I accidentally wrote your name here because I was trying to write this hot guy's name down to kiss this other hot it guy. It was specifically a hot voice actor was, that yeah, she was, said. And I'm just like, this is totally just shout out to all those Fujoshi out Exactly, there. and she's like, I misspelled your name, so now it's yours, and now I have to write somebody in here. Otherwise, um, you'll remain a virgin forever. And I'm just like, <gasps> God. Oh, <laughs> my God, so and, like, and, and the way the show is going, like, she wrote her name down to make sure it actually worked, and they kissed, and she was just kind of like, hmm, that's it. But the way it's going, it seems like it's going to be his name, X, her name, X, the other girl that's the love interest, X, probably one more girl, X, a guy for good measure. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just very... So it's she's turning it into the. Note. So she's turning <laughs> yeah. it into the orgy bug. Yes. So uh, it, it started but, off. But only with kissing. With only okay. with kissing. It's pure and and family friendly. The human sent to kiss. <laughs> so like I was really mad because it started off like it was gonna be almost promising, like it was actually gonna be legitimately funny, mm-hmm. and then we kept going through the episode and it just got worse and worse yeah. and worse and it was all over the place. We watched it in English. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wanted to, like, perforate my eardrums so I could just be relieved of the suffering. (laughs) And um, I guess I should say, like, I'm really picky with comedy anyway. And, like, it just didn't, at no point did I laugh. Mm -hmm. Um, I laughed at the part where she was test, where she had to show him an example of how the kiss note works. And the politician. Yes, she wrote the name of, like, the prime minister and, like, the secretary of defense or whatever. I don't know exactly who the (laughs) other one was. But, like, she wrote, like, the Japanese prime minister or whatever and wrote him down in the kiss note and then turned the TV on and it was, like, on Japanese C-SPAN and they were both kissing. And, okay, that was really funny. That that was funny, but then basically once that scene was over, which was pretty much the first like five to seven minutes of yeah. the show. I thought the rest of it was just like, all right, now. Exactly. Although there was a Yandere character, and I was just kind of like, I love you. Please stab me like you're stabbing him. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was about it. Um, and it was really funny though because I was just like, I think I might be able to tolerate this if it was in Japanese. And you were kind of just like, the only reason I was able to tolerate it was because it was in English. <laughs> Honestly, was it yeah. Good? No. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Like I thought it was just as good as the Heaven's Lost Property Remember, dub. remember that time that we watched okay. Excel Saga in the anime club and everybody was just shrieking the entire time in the show? Oh. That's what this was. Oh. I didn't think that at all, but that's fine. <laughs> to we, each their we own. Had, yeah. We had an hour-long discourse the other night about subs versus dubs. It was bad. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> now, it's literally a discourse now, is it every called day. Love Tyrant? Yes. Love okay. Tyrant, yeah. It literally depends, though, like if the voice cast is good and if yeah. they, if the quality is good and everybody isn't shrieking. Right. Yeah, On that kiss note, <laughs> stop it. Do you have anything in closing to say about Love Tyrant? Um, I, it was just disappointing. Like I said, I thought it was gonna be funny and it just like the, the idea itself was unique because I can just imagine the person who created the show like completely drunk being like, Probably. let's take the death note. But add kissing. <laughs> I mean, and then okay. going from there. <laughs> like, let's take I could the death note and Smosh's life note. And then, y- y'all remember that, like, Smosh yeah. life note? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like they would have, like, watched that and, like, hey, what if I did that? But, like, something else. Like, whoa. I, I could see that being, like, a humorous yeah. um, idea, but... I've seen a lot of those lately that just haven't worked. I know. Yeah, dude's premise doesn't make a show. Yeah. You gotta have execution. Sort out online. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, um, 
Tell us about your other show, Andrew. Okay, so the other show. Now, I think it's just funny that both of the shows I covered were about teachers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think that that's that's pretty great. Total it's right up your alley. So. Yeah, but um, but the other show is called um, Royal Tutor Heine, right? Uh, or just the Royal Tutor. Mm-hmm. And basically, you have this kingdom. Uh, you know, it's it's like a Germanic type of kingdom, like somewhere in Europe. Everyone has like these really long names. Like how I guess Japanese people would perceive, you know, like the the long European type type of kingdoms, whatnot, and basically Siegfried von Frankenstein. No, 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 no. Literally, literally, <laughs> most of them have like von, or it's it's very code geass. Oh, I see. Like Lelouch v. Britannia, Schneisel, like the very like yeah. long German type of names. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and one guy named Kai. But okay, oh. uh, <laughs> hi Kai. But um, Glenn. <laughs> God, I still can't get over his name is Glenn. But um, but back to rural tutor, not magic tutor. I kept saying that on the way here. Just they're both just together, magic tutor. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> but royal tutor. Basically, you have um, uh, this Germanic kingdom, and you have um, the royal family that has five sons and a daughter. Now, the oldest son is ready for the throne. Like, he's smart, he's brave, he's like everything his father wants him to be, right? And his father's name is Victor, and I had Yuri on ice flashbacks. <laughs> you <laughs> I will be your coach. Oh, God. My pure boy. But, um, my dog is I will fluffy. be your tutor. <laughs> God. Get out from Tangent Town, I'm y'all. sorry. <laughs> as good a tangent as that is. God, I miss that a show. A very firm and well-sculpted tangent. God, stop it. Um, <coughs> but, um... Basically, uh, the the king is like, yeah, you know, my, my firstborn son, he's great, but what if he gets assassinated? That because his, his other four sons are just incompetent, spoiled, lazy, arrogant. Like, they're just not good people. Like, mm. they're very much, I guess, the public's perception of rich people. Like, let them eat cake. Okay. Kind of. Afflu- uh, affluenza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They literally scare one of them with a guillotine. Just oh. because, like, there's a guillotine joke, and I'll talk about that really okay. quick. But um, basically, the king writes to one of his old friends, um, Heine, I'm not even going to try his last name. Heine is fine. And basically, he's like, my my four youngest sons are just so incompetent. Please tutor them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like uh, it was very Nanny McPhee. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, That's kind of what it sounds like. Interesting. Yeah, like, basically, they've scared off every other tutor that they've had. Mm-hmm. Like, they've sent them all running for the hills. I was kind of like, it's, it's like Nanny McPhee, mm-hmm. except with, like, a like a chibi type of guy. Like, he's a full-grown man, but he looks like he's ten. Like Umaru? Not, not like, like, okay, okay, so he's drawn like Umaru sometimes. Okay. Like, you know Tanaka from Black Butler, kind of. Like, he's, like, the really short, like, oh, ho oh, oh. ho. Right, like he's like he's drawing like that chibi style. The little okay. man. Yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah. He's yeah, drawing yeah, that yeah. for like comedic effects sometimes, mm-hmm. but he actually looks, you know, like a real person. Yeah, that's okay. kind of how they do it. Oh, except he's naturally like probably like five oh, foot. Like, I mean, I hate to keep referencing a dumb show, but like the main character in Heaven's Lost Property. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's like perfect. in Poon Poon when they draw him as a bird, but he's a real boy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> do not, do not. Um, yeah. And basically, you know, it just comes up very Nanny McPhee. Like, people were like, what? Oh, you must be the tutor's little boy. Oh, when your daddy comes up, you can enter the royal gates. And he's like, how rude. And he like shows him his credentials. No, I'm the full metal alchemist. <laughs> Uh, it was basically that, and like, the, and like the, the the mother of the king comes out, and she's like, "Oh, uh, royal tutor Heine, yes, sir. It's very nice to meet you. Oh ho ho!" And you know, 
the guards are just embarrassed. But basically, each of the boys is kind of like Oron Host Club. Mm-hmm. Like, they each have, like, their own weird personality. One of them is just like, I don't accept you as my tutor. I'm 14 You're and I eat chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's literally like, I'm 14 and I eat chocolate cake. And one of them is like, I have long hair and I like pretty women in my room. One of them is like, I can barely talk and have emotional issues. <laughs> and one of them is like, I adjust my glasses all the time and condescend to people because I'm snooty. Like, they all have, like, those that weird... That totally is Oran. Right, yeah. it, it literally is. Like, Mori and Tamaki, and, like, they literally all have, like, those same type of personalities. Mm-hmm. And basically, he as a teacher has to, like, try to... Um, to not really, he's he's like, I'm not here to win you over. I'm here to teach you. Mm-hmm. You can hate me all you want, but I'm gonna teach you. Mm-hmm. And like, he has to prove himself like to each one individually. Like one of them, he ha- he beats him in a chess game. One of them, he teaches him how to count because he doesn't know what one plus one is oh unless they're, oh, unless they're counting cake. Because oh. he pulls out cake and he's like, what happens if I take a piece of cake? There's five pieces left. <gasps> he just subtracted. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's just, it's just a very cute type of show. And, and you know, like there's one episode that's it's like, okay guys, let's go out to the, to the town so you guys can kind of see your constituency. One of them's like, I don't want to go see those commoners. He literally pulls out a textbook of um, like a Marie Antoinette knockoff. Um, and because like it's like an alternate world, so mm. it's like Marie Antoinette. Like it looks just like her. Mario Antoinette. Basically, basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's Mario Antoinette. <laughs> and and what he does, and he's, he's he pulls it open to the chapter about the guillotine. And he's like, you know what happens to, to spoiled princes uh, and royals who don't really serve their constituents? They get the guillotine. Is that what you want to happen? <laughs> and, like he literally says that. Viva and, like, la that revolution. Coming from, like, yeah, and that coming from like a chibi little like kind of anime yeah. character who's very like straight talking. You know, okay, did you watch Tanaka is Always Listless? Um, did you watch that? No, but I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. like, it's, he, he has that, that very listless type of personality. Like, he's okay. very no-nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, like his bed is too big for him, and he rolls over and gets stuck in between the bed and the wall. And he just doesn't Aww. feel like he's <laughs> So he just spends the whole night there until a maid comes and helps him out. <laughs> so it, it's very, like, it's, it, it's, it's the good type of way to do, like, that kind of funny light novel humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, it, think, is like, it based on a light novel? I either I think it's a manga, okay. but it it has that same type mm-hmm. of tone. Like it it's not like like they're but they're pretty boys, but it's not like Fujoshi fodder mm-hmm. if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like they have like the the type of like anime personalities, but they kind of explain them a lot. Like there's actual backstories. Okay, like cool. one of them had like an abusive tutor, and that's why he's like, I hate teachers. I'm gonna eat cake, and mm-hmm. I can't do math. Mm-hmm. And one of them had like emotional trauma, so that's why he can't talk. Cause like mm-hmm. there's there it's kind of a Japanese joke. But he he says something like that sounds to the two to like get lost, um, but like whenever he actually is able to talk correctly after he gets past his own shyness, he's like, like, like I hope we get along, right? Like so it's, it's like it's, a, a pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a pun. Okay. So so he everyone thinks he's like super scary, but he's actually like really nice. Mm-hmm. And like he takes the, his tutor's hands, he's like, so your hands are very soft. Aww. Like it's it's just so funny. He loves animals. How's the art and the animation? Um, it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not like it. A part of it reminds me a little bit of Handshakers, just for like how colorful that it is. That is not a good. Well, thing no, no, to no, no, say. no, no. It is a good. Like okay, it's like it's very colorful, but not okay. like too colorful. Okay. Like, um, it reminded me kind of of Snow White with the red hair. 
Okay, that's a much better description. Okay, yeah, because that show looks excellent. <laughs> okay, but like, it, 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 just... like it's very colorful, yeah, yeah. and like they they got like um, a really good composer to do the music. Um, Sweet, that's great. Like it, it looks like it's gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna turn to be a really good show because you know we're, we're only like mm-hmm. five episodes in and I'm hooked. I'm gonna finish it. Cool. Good. Um, it actually does sound a little bit like Snow White. Um, yeah, yeah, and see, and see, like. Um, the tutor has like a really complicated past and like mm-hmm. his only condition to the king is like I'll happily teach your sons on the condition that no one finds out about my past. Oh. So I it's see. like and and kind of same with Magical Bastard like mm-hmm. they both have like these really dark pasts and I and the plot isn't so much who they're teaching mm-hmm. but like why they're teaching and like what their motives are for cool. like their past and stuff cool. and, and covering it up. Well, I hope it stays good. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. Like the art's great, the mm-hmm. music's great. The characters are so annoying, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like plot relevant, so I kind of let it slide. Mm-hmm. Like I hated everyone at first. I, 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 I was very Haruhi Fujioka at the beginning. At the beginning, like, damn these rich people, mm-hmm. just because they were so out of touch. But I like it. I think it'll turn to be a good show. Cool, okay. cool. Uh, Tori, do you have anything else you want to talk about before Ryan and I gush over these last two shows? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about Hinako Note? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was also another show we watched by accident. Yeah. Um, I basically sum this one up as why does 23 minutes feel like two hours? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So basically we have this show and it's called Hinako Note and our main character who I think is named Hinako because I zone out every time I watch this show. Um, it's so easy to get lost. <laughs> she um, has like social anxiety or something, basically, and turns into a human scarecrow. And so, yeah, tell us what that actually means. <laughs> so she just like freezes up and her legs go together Wait, and her arms okay. shoot out. Is it is it like in Princess Jellyfish when they turn to stone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and for some odd reason, these same three little birds always know where she is at all times, so once she goes into scarecrow mode, they, like... Oh, so it's not, like, a metaphor. It's, like, real. Yes. Like, she literally turns into a scarecrow. No, like, she, like... She... Hold on. Like, it's not like she becomes an actual scarecrow. She just <laughs> she, does the scarecrow just, stand. Yeah, oh, she, like, okay, okay. The, she okay. does literally do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just imagine if you were out in your daily life and you found a, a uh, anxiety-fused situation, and then instead of dealing with it or, you know, leaving or whatever, you just stood there like a scarecrow. Like this. Tori, I didn't know you had an anime attitude. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, the anxiety animation. That's, that's her little shtick, I guess. Yeah. That's so, funny. Basically, I was excited at first because I love shows about cute girls doing cute things, and, like, all of the girls, like, all the designs in the show are very cute. Like, it's very, like... I thought it was going to be K-On and, like, all that kind of stuff. The character designs reminded me a lot of um, School Live. Yeah. Or, I don't know, uh, that one show that I can't even remember. The the one that Madoka guy did the designs for. Uh, Hitamari Sketch. Hitamari Sketch. Yeah, a little bit. We kinda. must go wider. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. So she goes to this town, and to make a long story short, she wants to start a theater troupe. And <laughs> so the so the anxiety of Oz wants to do a theater troupe. Yes. Okay. And um, she moves into this building, and uh, it is a cafe slash used bookstore. So basically, my dream job. And um, 
she, it's just like everyday dealings with these girls that live in the same building as her. Um, like I said, I zoned out a lot while watching this, so I'm really not 100% sure what is even going on at this point. It's easy to zone out because there's just so much, like, <laughs> going, on. going on, just, like, and it's, washes over you. Exactly, yeah. and it's it's so slowly paced, and it's just like, okay, let's do something funny. No, never mind. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. <laughs> um, and, like... This is also another show this season that uses a lot of line. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Even in this strange, like, European town that they live yeah, in? Yeah, they use line. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, I mean, there are DSs and Black Butlers, so whatever. Wh- Aren't there? Wait, really? What do you mean, like, Nintendo DS? Yeah. Isn't there not? No. Somebody told me that one time. Or there's cell phones or something? No, it's no. No, okay, so there's... Maybe a, a fan fiction. Okay, so no, there, no, no. there was an OVA uh-huh. where it's like, where it's like they're filming Black Butler, and uh, they all had cell phones. Oh, but it wasn't, oh. like, in the show. Oh, I see. Never it was no, technically no. in Black I, uh, Butler. I, I, I recant no. my comment. A CL does not call Sebastian and say, <laughs> Sebastian, kill these people immediately. I'm going to call an Uber. But don't they have, like, don't they have, like, weird, like, historical discontinuity? Like, they talk about World War One or something like that? The manga does, oh, kind okay. of. Like, like it's, like, pre-World War One, and I'm just like, what's going on? Like, I stopped reading what's whenever they started on? breaking out the mustard gas. So we don't okay. see so we don't see Sebastian <laughs> just sitting there playing Mario Kart okay. DS ever. Pardon, no, pardon my ignorance. No, he I'm would sorry. play Neko Atsume, first of all. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm sorry, Tori. Um, no, Not it's Lord. okay. So the the opening and the ending song of this anime literally causes my soul to leave my body. In a good way or a bad way? No, it's so like... A good good way? No, it's so all over the place that I have like a dissociative moment whenever I hear it. It's like like four different songs in one, and it's Uh, very like erratic and just So it's disorienting in a way? Yeah, and it's like it starts off as this like really like little like upbeat pop like cute song, and I'm like, yeah, and then all of a sudden there's all these like audio jump cuts, and it's just like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember yeah, that now like, that you say that. Go oh, listen to the opening and ending for this show. Like, it is just weird. It's like, not for people that like music. No, no, and it doesn't even fit the tone mm. of the show. Like, it's just, it's there. You mean, like, the it. music at all, or just, like, the ending theme songs? Just the, the opening and the ending. Like, it's okay. just really, like, disjointed from, like... Like, when you see shows like that, usually the opening and the ending music kind of, like, fits the whole tone of the show. Like, with Chaos, you have the really, like, kind of upbeat, like, pop music. Kiss. Yeah, kiss. <laughs> I just I just think of that video where they're they're having the practice and somebody like overlays that Slipknot song, like you know. Oh, yeah, 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 I love yeah. that video. I know. It's great. That, that came up in my like Facebook memories the other day, and I had a good laugh over that. Um, or with things like Nichijo, you have that really like poppy um, opening that was done by Hyadain that fits the really like. It's very jumpy. Yeah, that, but that fits because that's the humor right. that Nichijo delivers. Yeah, because like, because like, another isn't gonna open up with like a love live song. <laughs> I mean, why doesn't it? Why doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it would be the biggest deception ever, Monica. Yeah, uh, I yeah, mean, yeah, exactly. Honestly. But but you know, you you can just tell from this show that it's not doing that. It it exactly. literally it's, is it's just. It's like they were really okay. confused about what they wanted, and then like everybody in the production room was just kind of like, yeah, that sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah. And then they forgot, you know, they did this one thing and then it doesn't flow into the next thing. It's so many different things. And um, 
I, I was really confused about that, like, end card on, like, episode two that I showed you guys earlier. Mm-hmm. The, uh-huh. the one where the, like, girl that eats everything. Okay, yeah, this girl eats books. Like. So so it's like the girl in Maid Dragon, but not. Yeah, Kana. Okay. Um, My little angel. But, like, yeah, this girl, <laughs> she wears, like, Kigurumi all the time. And, like, she eats books. And everyone's just like, you idiot, you can't eat books. They're for reading. And she's like, really? I just <laughs> yeah, did. exactly. But, like, so there's this in card in episode two where she, like, very sexually, like, has her mouth open. And, like, her tongue is sticking out. And she's, like, using her fingers to, like, prop open her lips so you can, like, see her teeth. And it's just really, like, weirdly sexualized. Is she a goat? I mean, that's kind of how they play her off. Like, she's, like, a, like an animalistic human or something. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, um, that's weird. And there was only, like, one other quick little, like, fan service moment where, like, they're trying to find Hinako a job. And they're like, do you want to work in the cafe? Or do you want to work in the used bookstore? And then they, like, show this scene of her, like, up on the ladder trying to get a book. And, like, she's in this little jean skirt, and she's bent over, and, like, there's, like, focusing on her, like, butt and thighs. Call the police. And I'm like, yeah, call the police. This is a child. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it, it was just really, really odd because those moments didn't really, like, fit the tone of, like, what I caught when I was actually paying attention to the show. Basically, the t- show is toneless, and yeah. that really confuses the audience. Yeah. Do I mean, you think this is a show that you'll continue? Probably not. Maybe, maybe if I'm, like like, doing something, and I just need background noise, I'll put it on. Out of masochism, maybe. Yeah. Well, even if yeah. it's background noise, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, you don't speak Japanese that fluently, you probably wouldn't even understand what's going exactly. on Exactly. I mean, noise. like, I could pick up on a little bit of it, but, like, I'm not gonna be able to pick up on enough to actually know what's, like, going on. Yeah. It seems like a soft pass. Yeah. So, okay. I, I was disappointed. I thought I was gonna be able to have another cute girls doing cute things show this mm-hmm. season, but... You'll just have to stick with Arrow manga. <laughs> I was talking about Soccer Quest. God. Oh. <laughs> but I'm honestly not that surprised. I mean, I thought about watching it. Um, mm-hmm. Like, usually whenever I watch a show, I try to do a little bit of research on, yeah. like, the staff. The director, his mm-hmm. best credits um, was he directed Spice and Wolf. Oh, wow. And that was a great oh, wow. show. But he, and, and you know, that, you know, that, mm, all right. But he was also, like, an episode director and animator in Handmade May. I don't know if y'all have seen that, but it's oh. yeah, Tori, you 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 know, you know. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, so so you know. All right, so. <laughs> Can we just talk about Attack on Titan now? Yes. Okay. So we're this podcast is running really long, so there's only two things that I have to say, or there's only really one thing that I have to say about Attack on Titan and My Hero Academia personally. Um, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Attack on Titan um, has been doing really well so far. Mm-hmm. They had they finally did actually deviate from the manga um, in yeah. season two. They had oh, a little geez. they had a little side flash with gave, which gave a little backstory on Krista and Ymir. That was great. Yeah, that was that. perfect. That that did happen if I remember correctly in the manga though. It just wasn't as long. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like it's like a deviation, but like still like in, it's a deviation with, with based the on the manga. Yeah. 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 Now, now, do you guys think with those two shows, do you think the quality has gotten better than their first two seasons? Yeah, Attack on Titan, definitely. definitely. My Hero Academia has maintained quality. It's, okay, it's no yeah. better or worse. Okay, because I, I thought that, you know, My Hero, at least from what I saw of it, was pretty mm-hmm. good quality. So definitely. I thought it was better. Um, Attack on Titan definitely looks a lot crisper, and yeah. it's like just the quality is just so much higher. 
like everything just looks so much prettier. It, um, it's much more refined. Yeah, now. definitely. Um, but the last episode we watched the other night was very stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Which one? Very was stressful. It? The, the one we're up, we're up to date. Yeah, okay. we're up to date. And um, I noticed that they're still very good at making me attached to minor characters that I know are going to die anyway. Oh yeah. Which ones um, in particular? Um, the two that were in the other squad that were defending the tower with the kids. Oh, um, yeah. The one that was caught saving the other guy when she was about to be eaten, and she was like, Father, no, I won't do it again. And I was just like, Dang. What? Yeah. <laughs> just nameless character Chan, but yeah. like, you're being. Well, she had a name, but I don't no. remember what it was. No, Red Shirt Chan. Yeah. <laughs> Dame. But like, Dame. yeah. That squad, they were being so awesome at the time I that know. I was just like, ah. Oh. Oh, man. I feel and so bad that I you're know, about to be, be killed in, and like, a he, brutal fashion. When he got knocked into the window and he got that bottle of booze and he was yeah. just like, oh, this is so cruel. Who drank it? And that Titan, God, that, like, that creeps sucked. into the window. It's yeah. just like, hey there, buddy. I was like, Did the oh. Titan drink the booze? No. 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 And Reiner used you know, it to, like, um, sterilize a wound. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I think all of Attack on Titan Season 2 that has come out has just maintain the quality of the franchise and mm-hmm. only increased it like yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's only very, getting better i think with like. the la- with the episode that aired yesterday also the hype train is like full steam yeah. ahead it we is, just got the reveal you know, of who the armored and colossal titans exactly. were and i have to say his motivation for telling Aaron in no uncertain terms, very nonchalantly, like, yeah, I'm the armored titan, he's the colossal titan, and he's just sitting there like, what are you doing? What the hell are you doing? What, no, what I, is wrong with you? I absolutely adored I the way that they directed that. Was no, it like, was so okay. funny, though. Like, Yeah, the way they directed it was really great. And um, the manga, when I read that, I was just like, did he just, like, straight up tell him, yeah. I'm the enemy you've been, like, wanting to murder exactly. since yes. day one? Two things. Why does Ymir gotta look like that? Like what? Like that. Like, just vicious? Why does she gotta look ugly like that? Oh. I love it. I and think it's great. she's nasty, and I'm so mad because Ymir, I think, is a very cute character. I love Ymir. And she's got to go and look like that and make me just utterly disgusted. <laughs> I would be able to tell you why. Okay. But that would get into, like, insane spoiler okay. well, territory. Well, I'm about to pick the manga back up, so we'll discuss this later. Also, I, w- I want we'll, to discuss, we'll discuss that with you because it is a very symbolic thing that I cannot talk about now because okay. it's, like, really spoilery. Gotcha. And then there was that scene when the armored and the colossal titan transform, and right yeah. before they transform and they're still in their human skin, uh-huh. there was a very quick black and white flash over their face that shows them as their titan, yes. and I thought yes. that was so cool. That and was creepy. so artsy. Yeah. yeah, I love that, and that that whole sequence, the animation sequence of Reiner, not Reiner, Berthold fusing with the wall like i knew that happened in the manga but in the manga it was like flash on the wall and i was like oh that's cool then this it's like he's fusing with the wall and i was like oh that's awesome i know i I was like screaming the The whole the whole scene (laughs) that entire scene the way it was directed as you know the two characters were revealing their identities to aaron and the way that that scene played out it was kind of funny, but at the yeah, same time, yeah. it was... Yeah, I remember inc- you laughing about it. It was funny, but it was, like, high anxiety moment, because you're right. just like, yeah. they should not be so sh- nonchalant about this. Yeah. I mean, and it, it made me, like, oh, man. Like, I, I <laughs> oh, felt man. that scene. To me, actually, though, it shows Reiner's human side, like, a lot. Yeah. Because when he said to Berthold, like, I didn't realize at first that that's where they were going with it because he's just like, yeah, we can go back to our hometown. And, like, when I read the manga, 
I was just like, oh, they're going to try to go back to their hometown. Maybe there's something important there. And then I realized their hometown is over the wall. And he's like showing his human side. He's like, I'm homesick. I want to go back yeah. home. Yeah. If this works, we can go home now. You go ahead and then I'll say what I want to okay, say. Okay, I just want to talk about the scene just a little bit. I mean, it didn't seem like it didn't seem out of place for me at all, just considering Annie and how her yeah. whole scene went through. Yeah. Just because like like I like, it's not really supposed yeah. to be like a like a kind of like it's not really a, a type of scene that can be normal, so I guess they just have to do a weird for for all of them, if that makes mm. sense. Wait, yeah. what what specifically are you? Are you well, I mean, about? I mean, like, I mean, like with um, with Annie's reveal scene. Yeah, yeah, like it's not the kind of scene that like can be like an underplayed type of thing. Yeah. Like, so you know. Do you mean like the part where she just starts maniacally laughing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, so yeah. Much. I, I just thought that was great. So, I mean. Um, did you get? Did you think that that kind of, I guess, lived up to Annie's reveal, like comparison? There, it was very nonchalant. Like it's, it's but very yes. different, yeah. but but you know, but they both have like artistic significance, I mm -hmm. guess, or plot significance. I, I think the fact that they were just both done differently, and it wasn't like a mwahaha moment. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want every single thing to be like mwahaha. Right. I'm the evil titan. It did wow. actually kind of have a mix of both though, because like. It was kind of like the nonchalant, like almost flashing bef between mm -hmm. like them talking to Aaron and the others are like, all right, we're going over here now. Mm -hmm. But then it flashes back and they're like, oh, they might be, oh. So then they all knew mm -hmm. and you realize after the fact that they've, they're like getting ready to like throw down with these mm -hmm. guys and he just kind of jumps the gun on it. And then they have like the mwahaha moment where like, that has like the flash of their face over their human face mm -hmm. and then the lightning crashes and they yep. transform in that really beautiful scene but the way that they did that in uh, with the Reiner and Bert Holt scene is is that you know, the director made sure I mean, I think it's an incredible show of his talent I think he's a fantastic director for the things that he's worked on um, he you know, took a point and kind of took a risk because the way that he directed that scene was unlike anything I had really ever seen in anime. Like it was a very uniquely directed scene because mm -hmm. you know the audio, the um, the perspective kept changing. Like it was you know those long shots and then the close ups, and then the long shots, and then the focus on the other characters who were walking away and the audio like. It, it was a strangely focused scene. Like, it kept focusing on different things and mm -hmm. making the audience sort of feel, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and um, the way that it came off is, like, we did not expect in that moment for them to do that reveal in the way that they did. Yeah. It came off as a total surprise, exactly the way it was in the manga. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that he did not direct that scene in the same exact way that he directed the Annie reveal scene because mm -hmm. they are vastly different scenes and... It, it just shows his his talent yeah. as a yeah. as a um a um director. suspense director. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not not director, but like, he did Death Note and yeah. stuff too. Yeah, it, it it shows a different kind of suspense. It's not mm -hmm. just him using the same trick again. Yeah. Just my final thought. I'm so glad I got to see one of my favorite exchanges in the manga animated and yeah. in real time. Which where, one was that? Where Reiner walks in on Ymir and is like, oh, well, yeah. I didn't take you for one uh, to be one for men. And uh, Ymir's just like, yeah, I didn't take you for one uh, to be one for women. And 
I was just like, yes. Yeah. So does that I'll mean that, that neither are gay or both are gay? Ymir is definitely. We had this discourse, Ymir is definitely gay, and Reiner is somewhere ambiguously in the middle because I, he has the Krista thirst. He oh. want the, he has said Reiner, honestly, times. it doesn't really matter. Ymir's love for Krista yeah. slash Historia definitely yeah. plays in later mm-hmm. on. Yep. But, yeah, I'm really excited with how it's going, and the hype train just went full steam ahead. And yep. also, um, last night... The first English dub episode aired on Toonami. Nice. Second. Second, sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I can't wait to hear Bryce again. I loved him in yeah. season one. I really liked it. I thought like, that he's the like dub one of my really favorites because well he was he was Nagi and Danganronpa. You know, mm-hmm. he's just he's mm-hmm. just great. A lot of people give him hate for some reason, but like I thought he did. A I mean, job. they do that with most popular voice actors. I mean, Maxie Whitehead before she was Alphonse, she got a whole bunch of like death threats. Mm-hmm. Jeez. You know, I think I think in that moment, whenever we all, whenever it was revealed that Bryce Pappenbrook was going to be playing Aaron, it was so close to Sword Art Online. Yeah. That we had just really gotten off of that English dub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he played Kirito, so it's just like, oh, is he going to become the next? You know, um, norm like standard pro tag voice Yuri and I think, I think a little bit of you know the community was a little bit sour to that idea because yeah. you don't you don't like it when you see people getting typecast yeah, like there's, yeah, there's yeah, sort yeah. of a, a now, reaction he, he against he that he kind of is that way though just because like I mean like yeah. one really quick example like mm-hmm. with Rumpa, they changed the entire cast like the entire um, mm-hmm. uh, dub cast of um, the characters between the game and, yes. and the anime except for Bryce like okay. they made mm-hmm. it a special mm-hmm. point to get him because the Funimation executive apparently you know they love him a lot right yeah. well so, I mean what I, what I was saying with that yeah. point was that I think now um, the community it's it's been enough time for better or worse and I think maybe the community will be a little bit more accepting of his role now that it's more removed from the Sword Art Online dub. Yeah. Because I mean that was my personal reaction to it I mean as fair or unfair as that is um, I mean it's kind of an unfair thing honestly for me to say because it all depends on the character and the performance mm-hmm. um, not really who is cast um, right. But uh, I'm sure if I watch it, I'll probably enjoy it a little bit more now. Yeah, I'm and especially sure. since he's in Miraculous now, you know, he's got oh, a lot gosh. of work. Oh, yeah, he is. And yeah, so is yeah. Christina V. Yeah, right? yeah, he's Chad Noir. Okay. I love him. Um, but this podcast is getting pretty long, so let's touch on My Hero Academia just a, a little bit, and then uh, I think that might be it. Unless yeah, anybody yeah, wants yeah. To I'm, I'm out of shows. Yeah. Okay. We're, my, we're, my, we've my covered plenty finished. for everybody. I don't right have now. a whole lot to say about My Hero Academia, it's just more of the same good, good solid. You know, Bones action anime stuff. Yep. Um, I actually started My Hero Academia like a couple of years ago, or however long ago. A it couple was. years ago. You watched it before it came out. I mean, <laughs> I, I watched it. I watched it like about a year and a I half ago <laughs> when it came out, mm-hmm. and it was done. I got through like episode five or six, and then um, I stopped for whatever reason. I just never picked it back up. So. Then I logged into Funimation and just decided I'm going to go with the dub this time and see how it is. And I really liked it. So I've been watching it simulcast dub the entire time. And I started over and just watched through the entire first season like in a day or two and then went right into season two. There were about two episodes out at the time. And it's, it's staying really solid. I really like Deku as a character now. And, um, they went into like the stereotypical tournament season but I'm I act- so ready for it. I honestly. actually like how they're doing it, though. Mm-hmm. It's like not the stereotypical thing, like the person who is stronger than everybody is just steamrolling. It's like everybody is getting their turn in the limelight. And one thing that I did want to mention about this, um, my friend Sam and I, once again, shout out to my friend Sam. Hi, how are you? Challenge <laughs> completed. Out for Sam. Yep. <laughs> um, 
we we used to screw around on the internet when we were a lot younger and we found this one thing it was like called the hero machine where you could basically just take like little bits and pieces and like jpegs and splice them together into like your own superhero and we used to have fun with that and i kind of noticed like a couple of just random things that i designed that are on that show just like obviously things they didn't that, obviously they yeah. didn't steal from me but it's just like huh I designed a character very similar to that, like, a very long time ago. Like, I can't remember his name for the life of me, but the bird guy with the shadow. Yes. I designed somebody basically exactly like him, and I was very happy to see him, so he's one of my favorites. I think um, My Hero Academia, the, just the fact that they committed to the idea of all, like, we're going to have such a plurality of character designs that they're they're all so different they look like they could be from different shows but all all, like so many of them look that way it's like they've created a continuity with this discontinuity yeah i absolutely love the fact that they just committed to that and like they can basically have any character design that they want and it will work yeah like i logged on today actually to um watch uh, the latest episode, and I saw that you are not entirely caught up to I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, I'll avoid the spoiler then, mm-hmm. but they touch on a little more of the society oh, great. of people yeah. with quirks, and I thought that was really cool, and it actually showed that quirks have been a- around for a lot longer than we anticipated. Like, it's at least been a couple generations. Oh, interesting. So, mm-hmm. I really liked that touch. Okay. But, um, overall, they just had a pretty good uh, wrap up of the mini contained arc like they just finished the last event in the mm-hmm. tournament and now they're moving on to the um, bracket mm-hmm. so we're going to be seeing a lot of fights happening but okay. um, I really am liking the fact that Deku isn't like a Gary Stew in the fact that he's just immediately <laughs> he's, not, yeah. he's just immediately epic at doing everything related to his quirk he's struggling a lot and they mm. don't they don't shoehorn in a way for him to place first at everything he does right but he reminds me a lot of Simone, and I only mean that as a compliment. Yeah, like he starts like he starts weak, and he's getting stronger. Yeah, like he's, he's learning. He's learning how to control his quirk, and you mm. see here that he's getting better at it. He's still definitely not a hundred percent, but he's better than he was. He's becoming plus ultra. Exactly. <laughs> so. I think we're going to wrap it up here because we've discussed at least 10 or 12 shows. Yeah, we've gone through a lot. We have um, no life. (laughs) uh, Real quick, I'm going to go through my list and just sort of just quickly give my base one-word thoughts. So, um, Suki Gakire, if you want romance, go for it. Check it out. Might be good. Might not be. Uh, Attack on Titan, watch it. It's staying excellent. Um, better than the first season, only only getting more better, I think. Uh, My Hero Academia, again, more of the same great stuff. Uh, Sakura Quest, uh, really surprising new show. Um, really enjoying it a lot. Great comedy, great slice of life with some social issues thrown in there. Love Tyrant, and eh, whatever. <laughs> um, Boruto, as a non-Naruto fan, I think it's perfectly entertaining and check it out if you want if you're a naruto fan i'm sure it's all the more better for you uh clockwork planet hard pass hinako note soft pass <laughs> i'll go through mine um attack on titan still great my hero still great boruto love naruto this is a great sequel to it sakura quest loving how this is going 
Arrow Manga Sensei, I'm going to leave it at one and done and just still remain at liking the first episode. Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> leave me alone. Love Rice, God Please Why, Roommates, Girls Only. <laughs> no boys allowed. I mean, basically. Oh my god, my notebooks close. Attack on Titan, yes please, all the feels. Laughing Salesman, it's the hidden gem of the season. Please watch it, very good. Hinako Note. <laughs> Clockwork Planet. Silence. Arrow Manga Sensei, if you're gross like me, yes. Uh, what else am I watching? The, 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 the not other, Yamishibai. The not Yamishibai. Yes, definitely. There's a lot of aliens and cryptids. Um, that's it, I yep. think. Okay, yeah. um, let's see. Bastard Magical Instructor. Um, it's fine. I'm waiting for it to get better. Um, and then uh, Royal Tutor. I think it's a hidden gem. I'm waiting for it to get better, and I think it'll be it could be a really good show this season. Cool. Okay. Sorry we weren't able to cover everything in this season, but uh, we think we gave it a pretty decent shot. So uh, thank you guys for listening in. Uh, sorry if you were accidentally spoiled, but there is a disclaimer in the beginning, so that's all I can tell you. And from all of us here at Borderline Panels, it's getting hot out. Be sure you're drinking enough water. Yeah, guys, make sure to stay hydrated this summer. Stay hydrated, um, sweetie. Uh, we'll we'll be having some really excellent new announcements coming pretty soon in the next couple of days or weeks um, about borderline-related things. So keep keep an eye out on our social media uh, for all of that. And um, I think Ryan has one more thing he wants to say. Yeah, we wanted to just thank everybody for participating in our first giveaway. We're very proud that we've gotten at least 100 downloads. And I think we're at, like, 170 at the recording wow. of this yeah, podcast. We're, we're so I'm really happy with how quickly we're getting downloads. Granted, it's not, like, in the hundreds of thousands, but... <laughs> We're, we're doing well, and we want to thank you all for listening to yeah. us. Yeah, and uh, if, you guys, you. if you guys want us to keep making content, like just make sure to share our podcast around, get your friends to listen to it, get your family members to listen to it. And get uh, your dog to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, your dog will love it. I love um, dogs. Make sure to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or Podbean and on YouTube. Um, slowly getting our catalog up on YouTube and all of that. We're working on getting a SoundCloud right now as well. Yeah, and follow us on Twitter at BorderPan, and follow all of us on on Twitter and our individual Twitter Don't accounts. Don't follow me. <laughs> Except Andrew. <laughs> we'll provide yeah. links in the description. And As also, always. if we uh, we reach 500 downloads, we might think about doing another giveaway. And it will be even better than the last one, for sure. Definitely. We definitely yeah, we're going to give away me punching somebody right in the jaw. <laughs> we will We will let you pick who, which one of the members of Borderline Panels Tori will punch in the jaw, and we will videotape it and put it on our YouTube God, channel. to be me. It's set in stone, guys. That's what it's going to be. At 500 downloads, right? 500 downloads. Right. Who will Tori punch in the jaw? I'm so excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we love you so much, and we'll see you next time. 1,000 downloads, and I'll punch them all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.